When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. There is nothing I love more than an amazing meal with high-quality meat cooked at home because... Let's be honest, eating out is so expensive. And you also know that eating out is the number one budget buster. That is why I am so glad I found ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service dedicated to delivering high-quality, grass-fed and grass-finished beef, organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood directly to your doorstep with free shipping always. You even get exclusive member deals, recipes, and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing price. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code ETM and get $20 off your first box at ButcherBox.com. Last night, we made a beef stew with meat from ButcherBox, and you can taste the difference. It was so satisfying and delicious. And all of our friends that were over for a dinner party, they raved at how good it was. So do yourself a favor and eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering my listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm and use code ETM to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Hey, I'm Shauna Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking tiny house adventure. Hey there, and welcome to another edition to Lifestyle Thursday for Millennial Money. So this week, um, we actually have a, a person that I met. Uh, I was doing another trip. I was doing a press trip uh, to Oregon, and I was chasing another story uh, for Travel Tuesday. And I actually met this blogger, uh, Jenna Spassard, and she actually is the host of this tiny house village uh, up in uh, Mount Hood or area. And we're going to have a Travel Tuesday episode about that later on. But she actually has her own blog as well, too. She's a writer, uh, creator, used to be, a, a, had, went to film school. So she has this really cool story where she was working in Hollywood and working in L.A., living in L.A., and she was just frustrated at her job and quit her job. And she bought a tiny house uh, that she built herself with some help. 
and then decided just I'm going to travel around the country. So travel around the country for a while. Uh, and then recently she's actually parked it in Oregon. And But she is also a blogger and a writer. And the how she did this uh, just opened up so many more doors for her. So this week we decided to, to feature her whole story of, with her blog, Tiny House Giant Journey. So enjoy our conversation and maybe get a little bit inspired uh, by her and maybe you can, you know, this can also relate to your life going, Hey, you know, I'd like to change this or I'd like to change that. So I think this is a really cool story. So enjoy our conversation with uh, Janice Bassard as we talk about her blog, tiny house, giant journey and her journey along the way. All right. So we met last month, uh, at, at the tiny house village in Mount hood territory, uh, where you're the host of the tiny house village. Um, you have a really unique story and how you ended up there and a whole career as a blogger and a traveler and a TV host. Uh, tell us where you started and how you got into the tiny houses. Well, um, I started about four years ago, a little more, I think now in Los Angeles, I was working in the movie studio in a movie studio and, um, I just didn't really like my job. I was working paycheck to paycheck. I had high rent. And, um, at the time I was, uh, dating somebody who, um, found tiny houses online and he sort of introduced them to me. And he was also in the same situation where he wanted to, uh, leave his job. He was a engineer. Anyway, so we both had decent jobs and we just decided to quit our jobs and, um, build a <laughs> tiny house. Yeah. That's kind of the, the gist of the matter. Um, and the whole idea was to reduce our expenses and to make a living off of our passions, which are artistic passions, which, as most people know, are difficult to make a living off of. So um, I wanted to be a writer. He wanted to be a photographer. And we thought, well, if we have very little living expenses, maybe we can actually try to make this work while right. we're still young and try right. to go after it before we get um, you know, pigeonholed in our careers. Yeah. So. That was the idea, and we did it. It took us about a year to build the tiny house, which was longer than expected. We thought it would take three months, but that's how these type of projects go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we traveled around with it. We bounced around all over the U.S., blogging and taking photos, um, trying to get inspired and definitely caught some attention from different people. So, so how has it changed your life uh, where you've kind of simplified everything? So I had a big apartment in Los Angeles. I shared it with two other girls, um, but I had a lot of space and a lot of furniture to fill it. And it definitely has changed the way, I mean, I had to get rid of all that stuff, but also the way I buy things now, I have to think before I purchase something, I have to know where it goes in the tiny house. I have to be very organized and it really does help me save a lot of money because of that. No more impulse buys. Um, yeah, and no more just buying a t-shirt because I like it. I have to I have to know that I'm going to get rid of another t-shirt in order to buy that t-shirt. So mm, right. it makes you think more about your expenses. Is that more freeing? I think so. And it also reduces stress. Mm. Um, I think having more things, although 
you know, maybe at the time of purchase makes you feel good. Overall, having the burden of a lot of things um, can be very stressful. And even as simple as what do I wear today? You know, you mm-hmm. get up in the morning and you look in your closet. And if there's an overwhelming a lot of things, it's difficult to make that decision sometimes. I know I went through that a lot on my way to work. Um, I would go, well, I have so many options. But now I have a very limited wardrobe. I love everything in my wardrobe. Because of that, I get to spend more money on my clothing items because I know I'm going to have very few of them. Mm -hmm. But I also kind of cycle through the same outfits all the time. Um, And I'm okay with that. And it also simplifies the process and reduces stress in my life. Right. And were you, how quickly were you able to kind of pay off a lot of your debt and stuff? I'm still trying. I did go to film school and I got a master's degree abroad. Yeah. So I took out a hefty student loan. <laughs> right. Um, so, but the plan is I, I still had a lot left over when I, um, started building the tiny house and now it's gone down quite a bit. I should be done hopefully by the end of next year and we'll be completely debt free. It's just that student loan that's still weighing me down. I think, I think that's everybody's problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so where were some of the places you, you guys actually traveled, uh, with the house? So we went over 25,000 miles in one year. We went from, um, Los Angeles all the way across. We did the East coast. We went into Nova Scotia and up into Quebec over in Canada and then all the way down to the Florida Keys. Um, that's the most, South we got, and then we went north all the way to the Arctic Circle up in Alaska. So back through Canada on the west coast, and up all the way to the Arctic Circle. And then on our, our way back down, we took the Alaska Marine Highway, a ferry. We actually loaded mm-hmm. the tiny house onto a ferry and cruised down. Sorry, really, and really. and we cruised down. Um, yeah, the West Coast and ended back in Washington and on the way back to Los Angeles. So quite a quite a ways. Right, right. Well, that's financial anxiety. Anyone? Yeah, you're not alone. But worrying about it, it doesn't help. Earnin does. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an additional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Listen, if you've been using Mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news. As you might know, Mint is shutting down for good. But the good news 
Well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic. And it was so time consuming. I tried all of the apps. But I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. Gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. What, so what, what are the challenges of taking a tiny house on the road compared to that of an RV or something? Well, tiny houses weigh a lot more than RVs do, for mm-hmm. sure. RVs are meant for travel, whereas I would say tiny houses can travel. Are they meant for it? <laughs> right. Not exactly sure. I mean, I am definitely a unique circumstance where I did travel with my tiny house quite a bit, but they're very heavy, and they're sort of a multi-use um, vehicle slash home because they can move. Um, but they're also very comfortable if you want to keep them stationary, which is what most people do. They're more comfortable than an RV if you're keeping it stationary, but they're harder and more difficult to move. So some of the challenges might be, um, just weight, having to get a bigger truck, having to spend more on gas. Mm -hmm. Also, um, wind resistance and weight distribution. If you build your own, you have to think about those things. And um, I don't know how to turn those off. I'm so sorry. That's good. Ugh. Hopefully he just stops texting me. <laughs> You're going to have to edit that part out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I think that there are different um, things that you have to think about when you're designing a tiny house over just purchasing a vehicle that is meant for travel. Right, right. Well, and did when you set out on this, did you actually think that you'd kind of become an expert as you are? Well, the goal was to, you know, make money off of our passions, which is uh, traveling, (laughs) but also writing and photography. I had no idea that I would eventually become sort of a pioneer slash expert, if I can say that, in the tiny house movement or industry, if there is one. Um, It just sort of happened. As we were going along, our blog was gaining more and more attention, and Tumbleweed Tiny Homes, which is a big uh, tiny house company, the biggest, contacted us and ended up employing us. Um, So we were doing workshops for them, and I blog for them. I write for them. So 
it ended up uh, propelling us. And then a couple TV shows reached out as well because, as we all know, the Tiny House TV shows have become very popular (laughs) in the last couple years. Yeah, and so we were um, episode one of season one of Tiny House Big Living. Hmm. So we uh, sort of got that show started in a way as far as after they shot that pilot, it got picked up. And, um, yeah, so there's been... Many seasons of that and Tiny House Nation and a bunch of others. And we've been featured, I think, now six times on um, on those Tiny House TV shows. And was that the one that was on the Travel Channel or was that on HGTV? The one that was on HGTV. And then I was also on Travel Channel for traveling around and looking at different tiny houses. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, well, tell us about your blog, uh, Tiny House Giant Journey, um, and how that has gone and what that is really about. So Tiny House Giant Journey is uh, about a tiny house, obviously the tiny house um, transition and also travel because that is part of the project. We traveled around with the tiny house for a long time. And then now that I'm parked, um, I do a lot of backpacking and I'm able to do that because the tiny house has reduced my financial burden and has opened up an opportunity for me to work for myself um, or do uh, freelance article writing and online work. So it has allowed me to travel abroad whenever I want to. So I've been traveling to uh, at least three to five new countries a year. And I do blog about that on Tiny House Giant Journey. And I also talk about what it takes to be a minimalist and what it takes to downsize. And um, I have a video blog as well on YouTube where I interview other tiny housers doing really cool and innovative things or building really cool and innovative things. So it's just sort of like an inspirational lifestyle and travel blog. Right, right. Well, I, I really like. I read the the one that you wrote about uh, New Year's uh, and you had a birthday wish uh, as a kid. Um, tell us about that w- wish you had and the philosophy that you're still living by. So I think that um, people get bogged down by thinking they need things and that, you know, what really matters in life and what's going to bring me happiness. And for a lot of people, um, compulsive buying is is part of that. They think, oh, I need these material things. And really, I think what was interesting is that story goes, when I was a kid, I remember um, getting a birthday cake and my mom asking me to make a wish. And I sat there and I tried to think about what I could, this is a very important moment, I could wish for anything, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) For a pony, I I could wish for anything. But I was like, but what would I really want? And I sat there for probably a really long time before I actually blew out the candles. And finally, I just wished for to live a happy, long life. And I was really young at the time. I can't remember how young, but I remember, you know, it was a very childlike birthday Mm -hmm. party. So, um, and ever since then I have been making that same wish anytime I get a chance. So if I throw a penny in a well, or if I see a shooting star, um, or if it's my birthday, I make that same wish and it's just to live a long and happy life. And I think everyone defines happiness in different ways. And for me, I don't need material things. Um, I have found that they don't really make me happy. Maybe a few. I'm not a complete and utter minimalist. I do have I do have belongings, um, but I think a reduced amount and just trying to collect experiences instead of things. Um, that's what a lot of minimalists live by. And 
through my travels, I collect a lot of experiences and I share them. And um, that's what really brings me happiness. Right. When you've been traveling around with the, the house or, or, or say you encounter somebody and you tell, you tell your story, do they think you're kind of crazy to live in a, in a tiny house? <laughs> Of course I get those. Um, I'm sure you're going to have listeners that also think I'm nuts. Um, but that's fine. I, I think other people and how they live their lives are at times are nuts. Um, we don't all have to live in the same type of life or in the same size home. Um, this works for me and I enjoy it. And if other people are thinking about it, they can look to my story and, consider it and wonder, weigh the options and wonder if it works for them or not. And I think that that's how I'm sort of giving back. And if you think I'm crazy for living in a small house, that's fine. I, I, it really doesn't bother me much. I've heard it all at this point. Right, right. But I think, I think it also too these days too, that they, they look to with envy too of, of just like, Hey, you know what? You quit your job. You, you're kind of doing, and, and it's propelled you into more things than you probably even thought of uh, that you, you wanted to do. Yeah, living tiny or downsizing has really made me, in a lot of ways, live a bigger life. Um, and I mean that in a more like spiritual way, in uh, the experiences I've had. And I never would have been able to do that if I would have stayed at that same job that I was unhappy in. And I, I see that happening all the time with my friends and my family where they talk to me about how, oh, I just hate my job. Every day I'm there. I hate it. And I can't wait for the weekend. And But on the weekend, I have to do all these other things to, you know, either do some housework because the house is so big that they have to work on it or clean it or yeah. stain it. And I just feel like people need to kind of, well, I think that they should rethink what really matters. And if it, if all that matters is to live a long and happy life, maybe we don't need to work at a job that we hate. Maybe we can redesign the way we live. Um, and I know that that's very circumstantial and some people, you know, financially need to work and that I, and I understand that as well. I do as well. I just found another way of doing it to work for myself. And I, took the chance and I knew that I could always go back if I needed to. Right. But it actually worked out for me. And, you know, I'm so grateful for that. And I think it could work out for a lot of other people as well, if they're brave enough and if they really take that leap. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Samantha Cole, host of the new season of Understood, The Pornhub Empire. Over the course of four episodes, I'll tell you how a horny YouTube knockoff in Canada came to dominate the porn world, only to shatter their cheeky reputation in a massive scandal. The Pornhub Empire is a new season of Understood from the CBC. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Right. And one thing that struck me, too, too, that going into, and you actually showed me your house, 
that it, it's really cool looking, and you've done a lot of design to it. I think it's really neat looking. But there actually is more space than you, I mean, you're kind of a tiny person, but there's more space than you'd think so. And I mean, it looks like your bed and everything, and your area, and you have a you know a screen that comes down for your TV and stuff like that. It's just like, oh, this is really great. This actually could really work. Yeah, I think a lot of people are attracted to tiny houses because of the creativity and the innovation that you can do with the design. I mean, you have to get creative if you want to have everything in a 2,000-square-foot house and a 200-square-foot house. So you just you have to. You have to think um, outside the box, which is a funny phrase to use when you're talking about yeah, exactly. design. But, um, yeah, you have to really get creative. You have to think about weight and, and size and you maybe have to purchase the water heater that's three times as expensive as the regular one because mm. it's smaller. Right, right. Um, but it's <coughs> one of the things that you definitely have to think about. And there's areas where you aren't going to get everything you want. You know, I don't have a full-size bathtub in my tiny house. I have a tiny bathtub. I can't really bathe in it. It's for my dog. But <laughs> but I, I have a bathtub, but it's very small. Would I love a bathtub? Sure. And every time I go on vacation and I have a hotel room that right. has a bathtub, right. I take a bath. Right. Yeah. And luckily, I happen to live in an RV park that has a hot tub. Mm. So I get, I get it in other ways. And I just try to think about what I don't have inside of my house, um, how I can experience something like that outside and how that will be more, a more special experience and bring me more joy. So on, on your travels, you guys also discovered that there was also like tiny house hotels and other places. What were some of the places that you saw really unique kind of looking, uh, uh, tiny houses around the country? Oh, gosh, there are so many people doing really cool and innovative things um, with tiny house design or similar. Um, there are tiny house hotels opening up, but when I was really traveling around, I was more looking at individuals and what they were doing, and I thought that was really cool. I met a 75-year-old man up in Alaska. He had built 14 different tiny houses on wheels, and he lives his life traveling around the world with his wife when they had children um, living with them, they took them on the road six months out of the year, homeschooling and backpacking yeah. in these little mobile um, tiny houses. And he's since upgraded and, you know, sold one. He's on version 14 now. So as you can imagine, he has a lot of cool design tricks in that um, tiny house. Mm. That was one that was really impressive to me. And then I also met a, a girl in Portland, she lives in the lily pad tiny house and she was uh, passionate about, um, being eco-friendly. So everything inside of the tiny house was made from renewable resources and she has a rainwater catchment system, an indoor hydroponic garden, um, which is amazing that she can fit something like that inside of a tiny house, but she finds ways to do that. And everything in there was eco-friendly. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. And I could respect that. Wow. Well, interesting. And, uh, so if someone is, is listening to this and they're like, you know, I've been wanting to maybe get a tiny house or get started in that, what is their, fir their first steps to actually they need to take? Well, you mentioned tiny house hotels. I didn't have that opportunity when I was um, 
thinking of going tiny because they just weren't as popular. Um, But now that they have tiny house rentals all over the country, I would suggest staying in them or at least visiting, going to open houses and uh, trying them out because honestly, the only way you're going to know if it's going to work for you is if you get to actually experience it. Um, so that would be a great start. And then just reading up on it as much as possible. I'm, I'm not just trying to plug my blog, but there are plenty of other blogs out there that have tons and tons of information. I went to the tiny tack house, um, because they're a blog that's been around for a long time. There's tinyhouseliving.com. There's tinyhousedesign.com. There's tons of blogs out there that have information on how to downsize and, um, where to get started. So I would do a lot of that. And then if you feel like it's right for you, you just have to go for it because I see people who just have been dreaming of building a tiny house for years and years. People tell me this all the time. And I, I'm like, well, why haven't you, you know, what's stopping you? And a lot of times they, they're just, they just need that little kick in the butt, you know, like they, they just aren't ready quite yet for no particular reason. And I think at some point you just have to make the leap. Right. And they can actually come visit you uh, in in Mount Hood and, and check out the tiny house village too. Right. I do open houses here. There's six tiny houses here that um, we tour, and the next one is on June 4th, um, if anyone's interested in coming. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, what trips do you have planned for for 2017? I am actually leaving in a week and a half to go to Peru to hike Machu Picchu. Um, So I'm really excited about that. And then on the way back, I am going to stop in El Salvador and Guatemala and do some trekking around there. I have not planned a single day of that vacation yet, so I'm just going (laughs) to wing it. (laughs) Um, And then I'll probably go somewhere later in the year. Um, I'm not sure where. I'm thinking maybe a volunteer vacation. Mm. So I need to do a little bit more research on that. I've already gone to Taiwan in January. So I'm up to, that will be five new countries this year. (laughs) Nice. And these these are things you share on your blog too, right? Yeah, I do share about my travels and like really cool experiences or people that I meet abroad. Um, and it's, it's just really an enlightening experience. I think education or I think travel is the best education. So, right. Yeah. What do you think that, you know, down the road with your blog or something like that, are you, you planning to maybe turn this into a book or a few books or even you're a, you're a film uh, major or, or even like, you know, a, a web series or something like that? Yeah. Oh God, I get asked that all the time. <laughs> I am so busy with the blog. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. I would love to write a book or, um, do something like that. Um, maybe one day is the answer. And every time someone asks me, um, for that, I get a little bit more motivated and, and encouraged to do it. So I will probably turn it into something one day. Um, I don't know what yet, but I have avenues to explore. Right. Well, I mean, so your life has changed so much in the last few years. You you never know. And the more travels you do, the more people you meet and stuff that kind of just evolves into that stuff. Right. And the the story keeps evolving. I don't have an ending yet. (laughs) One reason reason I haven't, um, I haven't written a book, but once I figure out what that is, (laughs) then maybe I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Right. Exactly. So tell us where we could find a tiny, uh, giant, uh, Sorry, sorry. Tiny, tiny Giant Journey Online, your blog. Tinyhousegiantjourney.com yes, yes. is where you can find it. I'm also on all the social medias. So look me up, Tiny House Giant Journey, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. 
Well, awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much for having me. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.